Hi, I'm Ron Moorhead, and you're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal. You have found the Paranomaly Zone, your place for all things paranormal, unexplained, odd, and mysterious, and of course, all of the good times in between. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am responsible for this mess, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghost, well, plural, ghosts. Damn it, what am I going to call you tonight, Mike? We've spent so much time in our yeah. in our worthless preamble tonight. I've, I've yeah. failed to think of a name. Okay, so, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the vivacious <laughs> Mike Carbno. Vivacious. <laughs> now, you snickered a bit. You didn't like that one? or um, what, what is your definition of vivacious? Uh, well, let's see here. You are full of life. You are energetic. You, you are... Um, <laughs> You are, you are, what, what? You remember our trip to the, uh, uh, the Viking Hill in, uh, uh, Fort Ransom? I do. I do. Walking across just almost flat land. Well, let's see. I was tripping on small blades of grass. (laughs) Um, yeah. I was, I was sinking into anthills like you would a gopher hole. Well, that's, that's. That's part of your vivaciousness. Um, not mm-hmm. not everybody. It was because you were jumping from one anthill to the next, you know, feet apart. You know, we're talking multiple <laughs> feet apart. You know, Legs were... spread running through the clover. <laughs> yes. and, and, and we will. Feet apart. We'll we won't. Feet apart. We won't uh, mention you falling face first into uh, another large anthill and your brother and myself struggling to help you to your feet uh more than one occasion but uh, i'm kidding that that didn't happen yeah or well, i don't remember but hey it's good to see you vivacious or not mike so yeah cheers my friend cheers it is friday january 21st i don't know why the hell i dated that i never do that that's interesting but uh, yeah we're getting rolling here finally uh we're kind of reverting back to our old ways mike because we actually yeah. we met up on time we're rip roaring, ready to go. We and had then, we had topics chosen, and, and then <laughs> are, are you going to finish for me, or you want me to, no. to finish it? Okay. Um, and then, well, it all went to hell, and we decided that. Well, I kind of started it. I kind of started the uh, the idea of questioning what yeah. we were going to talk about, and then it just went to shit. And we're like, oh, yeah. what the hell are we going to do? And so we're basically, we're going to wing it tonight for our awesome, lovely, loyal listeners. So that's quite true, Mike. Yeah. We are going to wing it. We're, we chose a couple of topics that we are passionate about, and we're just going to 
riff off the top of our heads, and we're going to see where That's right. and how it goes. So uh, good luck to we you. We have wonged it before. We have wonged it. That is definitely true. And, uh, it, uh, and we've done quite well winging it well that could that's you know, relatively speaking yeah i mean some may think we did well some may have unsubscribed well <laughs> it's know? all relative that's what i just said uh but it's good to see you mike um i hope yeah. all is well in your neck of the woods uh it got pretty uh, nasty weather in your area earlier yeah. today it was getting pretty nasty around here too but hey it's january yep. in minnesota and north dakota so what do we expect yep. I was traveling uh, way west and south, and I ran into some uh, pretty blustery weather. Yeah, I know. Yep. It was very uh, poor visibility. It's all fun and games around here, though, isn't it, Mike? We're we're hardened Minnesotans. You're a hardened North Dakotan. Um, well, you're both. Yeah, but you but consider, I still hate it. Do you consider yourself a North Dakotan, or do you consider yourself a Minnesotan? Well, I'm pure North Dakotan, but I have... I have a large hole in my heart that is filled with Minnesota. Jeez, you need to get that checked. <laughs> wow, a hole in your heart. That sounds terrifying, Mike. But uh, well, I love Minnesota. Tonight, um, we have settled on, Mike, kind of as a continuation from our just beyond cool conversation with the awesome Ron Moorhead on our last episode. Um, thank you guys for for checking that out and for hanging with us until this new episode we were making plans to record a new uh, topical episode last weekend but you know you know life changes your plans and um here we are tonight so it seems like it's been forever since we've done an episode together mike so um yeah it'll be good but it's like i said it's kind of a continuation mr ron moore had covered a lot of ideas of a supernatural sasquatch himself you know we, we had a limited amount of time to talk but he fit in a yep. lot, man. What a what a sharp mind that guy still has. And like oh, like he absolutely. said, he's he's nearing eighty years old, and he's still just sharp as a tack. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, that was a blast. If you guys haven't listened already, uh, we highly encourage you to go check out our ch- our chat with Mister Ron Moorhead, a legend in the field of Bigfoot. That's for sure. Absolutely. So was that pretty exciting for you to talk to to Ron though, Mike? Oh, absolutely. It was it was fantastic. I um I didn't say much. No, you never do. So. <laughs> but I, I did ask him the uh, the ultimate question, the last question that we that was asked. Oh, that's right. On the episode, yes, you that, did a question that I had to ask, and I asked it. Yes, you did. So, so, and we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave yes, it there. Yes, exactly. A I wasn't going to go any further because uh, he had he had a very good answer for it, and uh, it was an answer that I was hoping for. You know, and speaking of teasers and uh, shameless plugs, I'm going to get this out of the way. Uh, we highly encourage you. Well, I shouldn't say highly encourage you. You guys can do whatever the hell you want. But we would be so happy if you gave our Patreon page a, a shot for, you know, give it a shot for a month. You can sign up for as little as $1. Um, it would be, we'd love to see you there. Adding awesome content, content weekly episodes, oh, just exclusive episodes made strictly for our Patreon. We got creature features. We have video episodes. We have awesome, cool video content ghost hunting stuff uh we have our own audio anomalies sometimes a couple of visual video anomalies and in, 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 uh, some of our video clips we've shared uh so many fun things uh reaction videos and now i have started the yes. process mike the the lengthy process yeah and but you've got a uh, got quite a few on there i uh what mike is referring to i am removing <clears throat> 
our past interviews, uh, particularly I'm starting off with our uh, alternate route podcast interviews with paranormal, well-known names in the paranormal field, and I'm making them strictly available exclusively on our Patreon. They are no longer out on social media. They're no longer out on podcast feeds. Um, they've been out there for years. Well, most of them, most of them have been. And I just, I just think I, I thought it would be a good idea to just put them up on Patreon as a perk for our Patreon subscribers, Mike. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first one I put on there was our highly successful uh, interview with Amy Allen from the Dead Files. And when I say highly successful, I'm talking about downloads and views and streams and all that. That that one's that. Yeah, it's up there. And I'm very, very proud of that episode. Uh, Bridget and I spoke with Amy back in 2016. And uh, it's now available exclusively on our Patreon page. And now our my chat with Jason Haas is also up there. Bridget and I, our chat with Andrea Perrin from The Conjuring fame is now up there. And our interview from way back in 2014 with the awesome, lovely, and talented Aaron Ryder from Destination Truth and UFO Hunters is now available exclusively on our Patreon page. And that's just the beginning. So all those interviews are going to be going bye-bye on all other formats. And the only place you can find them are on our Patreon page, Mike. So look forward to it. I think you our, should get the chip on there. That's what I'm just going to say that, Mike. I was going to say some names included. Uh, some upcoming interviews include our chat with Chip Coffee, Adam Barry, and Amy Bruni. I love that one. Grant Wilson, Steve Gonzalves, uh, Jeff Mudgett. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, our very first chat with Ron Moorhead. Our second chat with Ron Moorhead. Uh, it goes on and on and on. And I think um, our patrons will enjoy it. Our patron family. And you'll notice. Friends. You'll notice on a lot of these. It is sans me. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is. Well, like I said, our Aaron Ryder interview goes all the way back to 2014. So um, That's right. Wow. Holy cow. It's coming up on eight years, Mike. Eight years. Holy shit. But uh, hey, life yeah. goes on and so does our Patreon page. So we'd love to see you there. It's uh, definitely worth a buck a month. Um, that's all I can say about that. So enough of the shameless self promotion we'd love to see you at but Patreon. don't be afraid to do five bucks a month if you are so inclined shit yeah ten bucks a month whatever the hell you want to do that's great with us <laughs> yeah. you know if you if you sign up for five dollars a month instead of getting free artwork for me which is a perk by the way um you sign up for five bucks a month for three months you will have your choosing of art prints from my drawings and paintings and we need to get some of mike's copies up there too i'm still waiting for yours my friend oh yeah i'm thinking though Instead of your art, hmm. nude photos of Mike Carbno available on our Patreon page. How's that sound, yes. Mike? You happy for photos that? Photos from ankle to neck from behind. <laughs> yeah, so, so, anyways, yeah, the first, uh, I'm assuming the first time. Oh, uh, boy. The first reaction from all, <laughs> all listeners and viewers when they see Mike's naked bum would. Ow! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And you will notice that I am, I am without cellulite. <laughs> um, it looks like I have spilled cottage cheese on my ah. butt, but still. And we will have some exclusive Mike. <laughs> we will have some exclusive Mike audio clips. Uh, we'll give you a sample right here. So, 
I was waiting for that. Yes, we will wrap that up in a loop. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the lovely, the, the flatulence loop. Yes. Ah, good, good, good. Yeah. Believe it or not. And that as is... a bonus, along oh, with that clip, we will send you a small towel. <laughs> right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Believe it or not, uh, that is a, that's a, that, this right here, uh, if you're new to the show, this clip right here. That goes back to uh, <laughs> that goes back to um, man 2007 2008. Mike and I doing some <laughs> investigating, uh, paranormal investigating at his very haunted abode at that time. And um, Mike must have ate a lot of beans that day because that's actually is that this this again right here was picked up picked up on the recorder. And somehow that is, yeah, it was Mike's flatulence, and the whole clip yeah. is available out there. I'll have to post, post the whole it, clip. It on wasn't there too. beans, though. I, I had spaghetti earlier, oh, and I think shit. I had. Uh, and you lost uh, it too. The uh, the <laughs> spaghetti sauce had had mushrooms that have turned. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, All right, Mike. Well, anyways, we're anyway. 12, yeah, we're twelve minutes into it, so let's dive into supernatural Sasquatch. Um, All right. Yeah. Sorry. What a good segue right there. Flatulence <laughs> is supernatural. Well, I guess that uh, could be connected. So. <laughs> the first thing I want to throw out there, Mike, is the idea. And again, we've we've cop we've copied we uh, we've talked about this several times. But the idea, the notion of Sasquatch being an interdimensional being. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's you know this, let's talk about this briefly because I have uh, several other things that we we need to get to dive into here. What do you think about, what are your opinions on the chances of that being a legit possibility, Mike? Interdimensional we, being. Oh, absolutely. We uh, we cover that a little bit on with uh, Mr. Moorhead, um, you know, but uh, I think it's totally possible. I mean, any explanation is as good as another um, because they're all theories at this point. We don't know, but um, it, uh, the way th- they can disappear and like uh, uh, there's been uh, instances of uh, where people would say they've basically seen like a, like a, a light, like a doorway opening up and they're, they're gone. Like yeah, a, it's uh, very like possible. A, like a portal. Like a portal. Yeah. Um, they have these, you know, witnesses have also claimed to have seen orbs of light, which Ron talked about as well mm-hmm. um, in connection with, you know, prior to or after their their interactions or sightings of Bigfoot yeah. slash Sasquatch. Uh, there's, and as you, as you kind of hinted at, Mike, it goes a long way in explaining why there's no physical evidence of these creatures. Sure. Uh, it goes a long way in explaining why we don't have any, what a lot of people think is no credible uh, photographic evidence, no credible video evidence, which we disagree with. I mean, the Patterson-Gimlin film, come on. Right. Uh, how about that for an example there, Mike? What's going on if 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 we're in agreement that Sasquatch is or can be an interdimensional being, what's going on in the Patterson-Gimlin film right there? Is that, did they just, was it perfect timing? Happenstance? Your chance of perfect timing. And was, okay, okay. You, I guess you kind of answered my question before I finished it there. Uh, you know, and that is if it's an interdimensional being where it didn't, uh, it didn't have the time to uh, open up a portal or whatever 
And but it was in the way it looked in the film, it was going kind of fast, hurrying along like it was trying to trying to leave the area, and it did look over its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like she did not know that there were humans there. Right. It's she um, had a, she sensed she was being watched or, I mean, who knows? I mean, we, we can only assume that, that uh, Bob Gimlin and Roger Patterson were, were being fairly silent as silent as they could be on, on well, horse, on, on horseback, horses, right. <laughs> you know, I guarantee it that uh, whatever the Bigfoot was, you know, she knew they, they were there. And uh, again, though, we're, um, that, that is just such perfect coincidental timing if we're going with both ideas here, Mike. If we're accepting the Patterson film as legit and we're accepting the, the notion of Bigfoot being interdimensional as legit, mm-hmm. that is, wow. To me, again, how perfect timing, how coincidental of timing could that be? You can ask for anything more if we're believing both sides. Right. It could be maybe she got uh, got caught at the wrong time. And she had to get out of sight to open up that that portal to pass through. So, so that wouldn't have been filmed. I mean, if she knew that she was being filmed, or even just to not have two witnesses of, you know, seeing that happen. Now, now you said you said Mike, like opening up that portal, like she was opening up the portal. Let's talk about that for a second. So. Would an interdimensional being open up their own portals or, yeah, or, or are they simply finding portals? Or they know where they're at. They yeah. know where they're at. Or they have a capability hmm. of going. I mean, we don't know, Mike. We're talking about dimensions that don't exist to us, you know, essentially. Right. Uh, we're not capable of knowing of their uh, or finding them, I should say. Well, maybe maybe we are. We, maybe we haven't, uh, you know, discovered that talent yet. So Maybe they're so advanced that all they need to do is... Uh, open a portal with their mind even there you go yeah great mike that's a, you know that's a perfect um segue into something i want to talk about the idea of a telepathic big oh sure i think i think telepathy is a supernatural ability would you agree with that or no is that too oh, yeah. strong of a strong of a term I, well i think it's a little bit of a mixture of uh, um it's you know what our minds can do so much that we don't have any thoughts of i'm sure if we were trained or conditioned in that way to be able to make it work or do that mm-hmm. ourselves um yeah it's a good question i don't have a so it, immediate it, answer for it <laughs> well i think you're getting at mike was that we don't even know truly what our brain what our minds are capable well, of absolutely doing. and I, I i think that's very true and so who knows? Maybe we are very capable of telepathy. We definitely yes. have heard of several cases, several accounts of alleged telepathic communication between humans, mm-hmm. uh, well, humans and animals. For gosh sakes, we've heard about you know stuff like that. There have been supposed training sessions for from military agents, Mike. You oh, know, the men, the Major men who, Ed Dames with like remote viewing and things like remote that. Remote viewing, the men who stare at goats for God's sakes. I mean, my gosh. Um, it, it's definitely a possibility. I think it's a talent that we all have, but it's just a matter of unlocking that. As you right. said, Mike, uh, you know, training, uh, meditating. Right training, 
the meditation and the right amount of peyote. Well, that helps too. <laughs> it absolutely helps. Um, oh, like uh, Luna and Phil Young Guns. Oh, you said, up yeah, the, yeah. It, it opens up the uh, spirit world. Yeah, good old Lou Diamond Phillips. What was his name on Young Guns? Young Guns again. Chavez. Chavez. E. Chavez. That's right. That's right. Oh, great movies. Great movies. I was an '80s kid, so I loved Young Guns. I love that movie. Yeah, a lot of it uh, factual to the Billy the Kid story, and the regulators, and John Tunstall. It is. It is actually. You know, it. I mean, it's it's dramatized, but it does do a pretty good job of sticking to the, the you know the uh, it does the, the supposed truth of. Billy, I have a book Billy that was Kidd. actually written by um, Pat H. Garrett, and uh, yeah, um, and. Uh, Reading that, it's just fascinating because uh, what I remember seeing in that movie, which I've seen many times, um, is actually in that book. And it's true account that, that uh, Pat Garrett wrote. Very cool. Well, Mike, let's talk about Bigfoot as, as a telepathic uh, being. Okay. Now, it's it has been written and recorded that the supposed earliest acknowledgement of telepathy from Bigfoot comes from Native Americans. That's what right. we're, we're told. That's what we've we've read. Uh, Native Amer- some Native American tribes have claimed to have both seen this wild man, but have also spoken with him. Walked amongst them. Walked amongst them. Walked among them. I guess I'm not sure. Um, have spoke with him with supernatural powers Mm -hmm. and by supernatural we're talking about telepathy here now i'm going to read a little bit this is from waking wakingbear.org says here that various northwestern tribes professed that these mystery creatures slash bigfoot actually went as far as killing with hypnotism by quote-unquote throwing their voices The Sasquatch creatures could turn their voices into human voices within the mind. Now, it says, although these tribes did not fare well with Bigfoot, others have had contrasting opinions of them. Yeah, so this this particular tribe claiming that Bigfoot was killing via hypnotism, that's fairly terrifying. Holy cow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, but that's, I'm glad that I read that, though, because that, we need to talk about both essentially Mike, the, like the yin and the yang of the supernatural idea here. If, if their spirituality is purely good, there has to be an aspect of it. There has to be the opposite of it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be an evil slash, I'm going to use the term demonic um, mm-hmm. Bigfoot here. Uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. We're going to open up a whole nother can of worms with that one. Uh, now, now it says here as recently as 2007. So this is an older article. That's a long time ago. Husband and wife named Donnie and Lynn had an interview with Mysterious Universe where they discussed their own telepathic communication with Bigfoot. The couple had been trekking through Quachita National Forest Park when they came upon an ape-like creature. The beast was large, bulky, and hairy. It was So it looked like Mike. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm had, about the least hairiest I people know, you'd ever, I ever, know. ever come across i uh, said it had brown fur with hints of white i am the quintessential naked ape he is he's the norwegian <laughs> naked ape um the bulging beastly naked norwegian ape uh, <laughs> uh let's see here 
the two, the couple were immediately frightened until they heard, now get this, they claimed that they both heard a kind feminine voice speaking within their head. They claimed that they heard the words, do not be afraid, you will not be harmed, do not come closer. Now, and they, stop looking at my pendulous breasts. There you right, exactly. <laughs> I'm offended. Um, this statement anyway. supports a claim that Bigfoot mimics the human voice, but contrary, contrary to the uh, previous, you know, the prior tribe story of you know killing with hypnotism, this couple had a very essentially pleasant experience, and not a very uh, their view of this creature was not violent at all. This is one of many incidents where people claim to have spoken with Bigfoot telepathically, Mike. There is a documentary released recently. Well, again, this was 2007, so who knows how recently this was, called Sasquatch Speaks, where over 10 people recount their conversations of the mind with Bigfoot. The patrons in this documentary discuss their experiences, how they communicated, and how they were helped by Bigfoot. These experiences aren't Totally matched up in similarities, but a common theme among them is the kindness Bigfoot showed and the soothing voice he, she had, which was resembling a human voice. So, Mike, the, the idea of the power of the mind here with Bigfoot, what what do you think about that? I mean, you are going to say no, something, I, but I, I interrupted you. I apologize. No, I, I absolutely uh, can't deny that as a possibility as well. But um, what I was going to say is that uh, on... Uh, you know, you, talk, you you were reading about uh, the mimicking of voices and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about on Sierra Sounds with Ron Moorhead? Uh, they have vocalization that was obviously trying to mimic the human voice audibly, not through telepathic uh, means, but you know which part I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And it's recorded on that, uh, on his. And it sounds eerily similar at some points yeah you know you, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy it's it, if you aren't familiar um with the sierra sounds recordings again in my humble are by far the most convincing evidence when it comes yep. to capturing bigfoot audio bigfoot vocalizations on tape it is so mm-hmm. fascinating and so intriguing if we're going to go with the idea with the notion that bigfoot is a spiritual or even an interdimensional being we have to can we have to consider as i mentioned before the yin and the yang aspect of it if there's good there has to be the balance there has to be the bad right if I, by the way do you buy that mike do you buy that the, the notion of if there has to be a balance oh absolutely there's got to be a balance right um, i agree you can't have one without the other right and that goes back in you know you know as far back as the beginning of time no, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. You know, I, I knew that's what you would say. But hey, for prosperity's sake, I have to throw the question out. You know, for, sure. It makes you know, sense to me. For the podcast. And, you know, we need to get your thoughts on record, Mike. But yeah, it's you, you need that balance because if not, it would be it would be chaos, wouldn't it? Even if it was all positive, all good, it would, as crazy as that sounds, um, you need to you need to balance it out. You need to balance it. Um, the good and the bad. On that line, Mike, on that notion, I should say, we're diving right into a crazy Christian uh, oh boy. Uh, conspiracy theorists here. Okay? Crazy Christian conspiracy theorists. 
Okay, now are are we and, are we sure we want to go that way? Well, hold on. I want okay. to, I want to preface this. Yes, you must. By uh, okay, longtime listeners know going back to the to the alternate route podcast. Dingy ding, dingy ding, ding. Um, I was raised Catholic. I uh, I still adhere to a lot of my Christian uh, beliefs, at least my Christian morals. You know, and and right. and that, I think that's personally, I think that's fine. Um, Absolutely. Are there, are there some aspects of it that I find absolutely hard to believe? Of course, but there. If if you are out there and you consider, well, how can I say this delicately? Um, you can't deny the message of Jesus Christ. Can you, Mike? If you are a good person, you can't deny mm -hmm. what he was right. saying. Who? Uh, as far as it being positive. Right. Whoever and whatever Jesus Christ you don't. Is, yes, you don't have to believe. Um, I'm not saying that. Absolutely. You know, uh, is, even if he the, was just a man, and the teachings that he he uh, uh, had and his whole uh, existence was for pure positivity and loving and compassion and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm you know whether or not you you buy into him being the son of God or you think it's a bunch of hogwash. I'm not saying that either way. I'm just saying the message is uh, indisputable. And that's what I that's kind of what I'm clinging to in a lot of aspects of my life. Right. That being said, I you know me, Mike, I'm a damn skeptic. I don't believe <laughs> too many things, you know. Uh <clears throat> So, I'm kind of taking this with a grain of salt, but we're doing this for a reason. Okay. Okay. Now this ar this article is entitled <laughs> What's going on? Is someone like spasming? Is that your dog? Or, um, or, or I'm sorry, I just hear, I'm hearing things. Yes, yeah, everything's good. Okay. <laughs> there is some, there, okay. I think there is some anomaly in, in Mary's, uh, oh, there's an audio anomaly. Oh, I see. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> she had to cough it up. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this article is labeled now, or labeled is now, it is, uh, titled, now, Christian leaders are telling followers that Bigfoot is real, hmm. but spawned by the devil. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. So I'll, I'll fly. Um, I'll fly through this as quickly as I can. Have you? Do you have a? Uh, and this, this shouldn't it matter? Whatever. But do you have a? Uh, what denomination this is, or offshoot of some? I do not. I do not. Okay. No. I do not. No. Um. Not that I'm aware of. And, and, and it but doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Right. But the article goes as such. It says, former family research councilman, fellow, good Lord, former family research council fellow, Tim Daly, was on Janet Mefford's Christian radio show where they discussed Bigfoot. And they both decided that the mythical creature was created by the devil. Satan? Uh, on the show, Mefford brought up the Bigfoot question, asking Daly, how Christians should approach it. Daly made sure to note that unlike other paranormal sightings, Bigfoot is actually probably real. He then referred to the many, many reliable observers who reported seeing Bigfoot, but he then said that there was lack of evidence that the creature exists. Well, yeah, of course there is. He says, quote unquote, it's real. It's a projection. It is mm. a demonic 
virtual reality. But it is not nuts and bolts. In this case, flesh and blood creatures. Mefford, mm. Mefford then asked why there aren't any credible photographs of Bigfoot, Bigfoot if it is real. He goes on to answer, the vast majority of pictures happen in the dead of night. And you wonder, why is this? He's, inc- he's Not inc- all of them. No, he's incorrect on that, by the way. <laughs> and then, if you remember the bib- biblical verse about the powers of darkness that love darkness rather than light, Daly said. He was referring to John 3.20, which says, Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Mefford agreed that that is how the devil operates, just like with UFOs and alien abductions. She then raised an important question. Why is the devil sending a creature like Bigfoot to do nothing particularly harmful? Daly responded, it is simply part of the devil's modus operandi, or modus operandi. He has always used this kind of phenomena to once again destabilize, engender fear, to open us up to the possibilities of other realities and other beings, and then we begin getting involved with demonic spirits. So yeah, so it's all, like a, a gateway, kind of a gateway to um, basically losing your mind into all things terrible and horrible and you're going to die and burn in hell forever if you believe right. in Bigfoot and all that good shit. So, <laughs> Mike, this is this is going along the lines of supernatural Bigfoot, okay? We're going, <clears throat> for, you know, again, the yin and the yang. As far as that explanation of all things being demonic, all things cryptid, all UFOs, all alien encounters, they are all creations sent to us by the devil to test our metal, essentially. Your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's a very, very broad question, but... Um, very broad question, but a very narrow-minded uh, thesis sure. that this person has put out. <laughs> if that word fits, you gotta, that's well, what I'll use. Hey, we got to cover it, man. We got to cover all sides. So um, <clears throat> I, I, I know... Your thoughts on it, Mike, but just for our listeners, um, expound a bit on your feelings on that. Um, well, that theory, I you guess. know, I can I can go crazy on it if I if I want to you know, argue the point, go crazy, which, which is something I won't <laughs> because I respect people's beliefs, no matter what they are, even if they're demonic and they want to, you know, do a Marilyn Manson and to take a razor blade to their chest or whatever. <laughs> hey. Yeah. As long as it's just you that you're harming, big deal. Go at it. Gotcha. You know? Good point. But, you know, just, you know, I, I will not condemn them for believing that. So that being said, I, you know, I, the, what I'm seeing is just them, whoever they are, putting everything under one umbrella, whether it seems good whether it seems evil, uh, uh, they have an excuse for these supernatural things being uh, manifesting as good, but they still have it as the gateway to evil. I, I, in my opinion, you can't do that. Is it there too, has to? Is it too simplistic? Uh, yes, it, that's a very good way to put it. It's very simplistic for whoever they are to. Uh, if you if you said okay, what about this? 
these wonderful angelic beings that come and visit you or or uh, a, a Bigfoot that comes and uh, helps you if you're lost in the woods, possibly, you know, is that that's not good. That's not a positive thing, but that's just them trying to suck you into evil. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. Like even like the very brief example we had earlier tonight with the with that married couple who are, who were hiking and they came across that you know the the Bigfoot essentially and they, it spoke to them telepathically and said you know do not fear me everything right. is good you know but do not do not approach any closer you know kind of a a gentle right. warning for whatever reason I don't know exactly what that warning would have been been all about but. It, it's like you said, Mike, it's putting it under too much of a simplistic umbrella. Exactly. It's, it's too black and white for yeah. my tastes. I know it's too black and white for for your tastes. Mm-hmm. And again, Mike, as you said, um, we're not holding anything against anybody for their right. for their beliefs. Absolutely right. not. Uh, more power to you. We're I'm right. just we are exactly. just simply uh, we're simply disagreeing with that notion. I think it's too yeah. simplistic, and it's it, it's taking the easy way out. It's almost like they're afraid to look at anything different. Um, right. So and yeah, and however they want to interpret what they read as, you know how they they profess whatever they believe. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you and I don't take everything paranormal and say. Well, everything is paranormal is good. Sure, you know, you know, we don't we don't put the paranormal into one umbrella. Um, you know, there's there's good, there's bad, there's 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 evil in paranormal. There's pure positive, loving compassion in paranormal. Right. You know, just just uh, you know, keep a an open mind and uh, a li- yeah, a little uh, a little a little more open mind. I was going to say. A little more broad, you know, broad in your mind a little bit, but then that yeah. that sounded too negative to me as well. It's like, and we're not saying that they're limited in their in their capabilities, but they're exactly. choosing to be limited. Exactly, and, that's very true. And you know what they what fits their what makes them comfortable. I, I should yeah. say. And now I'm saying they as well. And they sound so negative yeah. as well. And, yeah. And, well, and we don't. They is okay because we don't want to, uh, you know focus on or target any specific right belief or religion or Absolutely. anything like that so no i agree yeah i agree i agree good point mike good point i enjoy that okay mike now um with that uh and this is kind of a it's kind of a segue to our one last take later on in the episode sure that being said what we what you know we just riffed on a little bit what you just riffed on a little bit is there a possibility, Mike, that any specific, any particular, any number of Sasquatch encounters, people actually have been interacting with a demonic entity? Do you believe that there is any chance that a Sasquatch slash Bigfoot is evil in nature? Again, we're going with... We're repeating ourselves a bit here, but I want to get a clear-cut answer. Right. If the we're saying that it's possible the Bigfoot is spiritual and a, a guide, uh, perhaps a, uh, sent to us from higher beings to help us learn, to help us better ourselves here on Earth, an interdimensional spiritual being. If we're going to say that that's possible, 
Well, then, mm. possible well, that it's there's a flipping ugly ass, badass, nasty devil Bigfoot out there. What do you think? Well, there are some pretty bizarre, um, very bad reported incidents. Says yes. oh, of, <laughs> of a Sasquatch type Absolutely. or possible mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Uh, um, encounter mm-hmm. uh we have the um the dayatlov uh pass Diatlov did i pronounce pass. that right yep Diatlov. yeah yeah yep yep um you know there's not there isn't uh you know complete proof that that was something of a bigfoot or sasquatch type creature except for uh they what they showed as a, a possible photograph taken of a the shape of a bigfoot on their camera when they developed the film on the camera. Do you remember that part? Well, I'm also thinking of, was there not also there the damage from, I might be butchering this as well, no pun intended, but there, there was damage on the outside of their tents that just, that made it no on the inside of the tents on the inside, which, which, you know, they were terrified. They were trying to get out of their tents by something was forcing this group of people into an utter state of terror where they, they needed to get out of there. And like you said, Mike, there's several theories out there. One of them is that unfortunately Sasquatch is involved, a bad, nasty Sasquatch. Um, Yeah. Aliens as well. I mean, oh my gosh. When you think about that that. though, okay. They, the tents that they were in weren't a large structure. They were, they weren't large tents, uh, from what I could tell by the the, the wreckage of the tent. Mm-hmm. So, if it was something from the inside out, would it have to have been something inside the tent, or is it something that broke through and got into the tent? Mm-hmm. My theory on that is okay. That it wasn't a Bigfoot. You're talking about your it theory specifically on Diatlov Pass, exactly. Okay, because of you know the instance of you know something from the inside that made them leave the tent, you know, without shoes, without, you know, their coats in that extreme cold. That was panic. Exactly. I mean, what I think that was, or in my opinion, I would have to say is um, like uh, somebody had a rogue uh, case of pinworms. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it just drove them crazy. And they couldn't handle it. Here, I thought Mike had something new to offer for a second, <laughs> but I, well, was, I still I was got my seriously, seriously sitting back with my arms crossed, waiting, <laughs> yep, just waiting, waiting <laughs> to be blown away by Mike's theory, his opinion, and then I get pinworms. Yeah. I get pinworms. So, uh, so anyway, <laughs> well, Mike, uh, you know, yeah, if they're, if they yeah, no kidding. Um, shit, damn it. Timing is everything. <laughs> I know. You got to do it. I can't find... Nah, it's too, uh, well, where the hell would that be? <laughs> Sorry, boys and girls. I haven't, I haven't used this. Um, here it is right here. Yeah, this is my thought on Mike's little excursion right there. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Took forever. Timing is everything. It's not... Funny. Yeah, it is. So, Mike, it's safe <clears throat> to say there are evil... There are evil human beings. There are wonderful human beings. Right? Right. If... Sasquatch is either a 
Well, let's Sasquatch is we have we have either I guess evolved from Sasquatch or we are the we are to become a higher being such as a Sasquatch if we are to believe in in the um kind of the alien connection here the spiritual spiritual connection mm-hmm. with with Sasquatch. If they are closely related to us, well, like I said, humans are bad. Humans can be terrible. Humans can be evil. Humans can be wonderful. It would make sense to think that there would be good and bad Sasquatch, Mike, right? I mean, that's absolutely a good thought. How Um, many, how many stories have you heard of people being, you know, unfortunately attacked by a Bigfoot? Um, Yeah. I mean, not necessarily being, uh, you know, not necessarily being murdered by, but definitely harassed, definitely terrified, um, physically harmed, maybe. But where do you where do you draw that line there? Where do you, where do we as observers and people who are interested in this are if occasions like this actually have occurred? Are these Sasquatch? simply for lack of a better term, being assholes or are they being defensive and feeling like we are intruding on their territory and being protective of themselves? That's, ex- that's exactly what I was going to say. It could be a territorial thing. Um, and this was uh, the day at love pass incident was, uh, was in Russia, correct? Yes, you are correct, Mike. So there are different areas that have different types of, Sasquatch or Bigfoot or Yeti um, that they're related but some are more violent than the other like the right. North American Bigfoot you know the more uh, benign uh, you know not not an issue mm-hmm. um, innocuous not all the time anyway mm-hmm. uh, there are some instances that have been pretty pretty frightening but uh so the Yeti, um, the Himalayan Yeti is supposed to be more violent, more uh, aggressive from what I understand or what I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, there being a, a Russian or a type of or a species that's there that's really bad? I mean, you would think that there would have been more cases than just this one, but it's such a remote area that this would have been... Um, you know, that one time in a, how many times of, uh, you know, how often is, is there a, 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 a bunch of people that are out there camping or out there in tents mm-hmm. in this, you know, desolate, you know, uh, Arctic type area. Um, when there is somebody out there like them, like the, these young people that were out there, uh, they, you know, this, whatever species of Bigfoot or cousin to a Bigfoot came across them very territorial and did what it did. Um, I know there's different theories about what happened that don't even include a Bigfoot. No, that's right. But, you know, we're just talking about <laughs> that theory that we, uh, you know, that, you know, talking about Bigfoot, but um, you know, uh, and also uh, what about in Alaska that, uh, you know, the Alaskan, killer Bigfoot that Ron Moorhead was a part of for, uh, uh, you know, the, the TV series, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, killing and dismembering and tearing apart humans. Yeah. 
you I know, mean, and, I, uh, the, the, the people were shooting at it and trying to kill it. Was it just a defensive, you know, act that the Bigfoot was doing, or was it aggressive and uh, just, you know, being a rogue killer? That's the thing. We don't know. And yeah, when, that's the thing. That's it. Yeah. There's, there's could nope. be different species, different uh, cousins to the North American Bigfoot that are not benign. You know, it's, mm-hmm. but then again, it's all theory. We don't know. No, absolutely not. And it's, Unfortunately, it's something that we probably will never have a perfect answer to. Um, yeah. Unless we experience it ourselves. <laughs> right. I, I don't necessarily want to experience a violent, angry Bigfoot um, throwing rocks but, at me or, you know, but or, as long as, or worse. As <laughs> long as every generation has its own Ron Moorhead or Jeff Meldrum, you know, um, oh, God. then we might get closer yeah. to these things. I read, Mike, I read earlier today, believe it or not, and I am paraphrasing here because I'm not going to look it up and I'm not going to give this guy the, I'm not going to give this guy the, uh, (laughs) the honor of being mentioned on this, on this uh, prolific podcast, the Paranomaly Zone, but a gentleman made the news, made the rounds on the news fairly recently, claiming that he was sexually assaulted by ah. a female Sasquatch. Mm. And uh <laughs> That was me. Oh was oh and really? I liked it. Oh gosh. Well, I liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's kidding. Again, it's we've talked about stories such as it such as this and how it just drives us up the wall because it just absolutely rips away any shred of credibility that we are right. that people who are interested in this field are striving for and mm-hmm. it's it gets mocked it just gets made fun of by you know the, you know the media and you know i guess poss- possibly the majority of people um maybe i'm wrong on that one well again mike earlier today when we were thinking about um a one last take on a totally different subject a uh, particular a ufo encounter and i i, mm-hmm. I watched um i watched a news clip of this Minnesota, this 1979 UFO encounter that supposedly took place. And the way that they introduced it, I wrote it down, Mike. I did. The 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 broadcaster, and he's a local guy, and he, it just irritated me how smug he came across because they're, they're mm-hmm. introducing the story. And, you know, without being able to quote it perfectly, he said that well, as we know, most most UFO sightings can be explained away as atmospheric phenomena, aircraft, or, let's just face it, too much whiskey. I'm not kidding. That's exactly what he said. Too Jeez. much whiskey on the news. He needs to be abducted and probed. <laughs> With a bottle of whiskey, an empty one. Yeah. But Here's it, your whiskey. It, it's, it, I mean, we're getting off track a little bit here, but man alive, that drives me nuts, Mike. The narrative of the media right. still, I mean, we're still at the point of being mocked when it comes to being open-minded to this. And again, is that part of an overall agenda of dumbing us down? I don't I don't know, but it's, it's maddening. It is. Well, it seems like we are slowly being um, conditioned to... Uh, for ex- 
you know, uh, for uh, exposure. A big, re- a big reveal. Yeah, but it's going to be slow, and who knows how long it's going to take. Oh God. Yeah. Um. The, the disclosure, man. Um. Has yes. it? Like you said, Mike. Disclosure. Has it- I said exposure. That's or, going the other direction. Oh, did you? I, I, guess I don't I know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if I would have been two beers back, I would have remembered if I what I said. As far do you think that we're going to be if if there is a, um, a slow but surely moving disclosure going on, Mike? Does that include supernatural Sasquatch? Does it? Mm. Does that include? Um, uh, I mean, aside from what the general public would consider the main aspect of disclosure, that being aliens and UFOs and, and what have you, does that include supernatural sas- Sasquatch, Mike? Mm. I mean, my gosh, we've talked about Sasquatch being an alien, for God's sakes. Right. I mean, talk about supernatural. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, I wonder if uh, people are having too much fun, you know, trying to find this thing and and uh, speculate about it and, have tv shows about looking for it and mm-hmm. uh, you know i don't know um mike again backtracking i just had a thought do you think we, we i i feel like we haven't talked about it enough though and i want you mike if you have questions feel please ask me i'm always asking you too many damn questions um if anything <laughs> pops in your brain throw them at me okay uh is there a possibility that and i'm not repeating myself exactly here that a a Bigfoot sighting, a Bigfoot encounter is simply a hallucination caused <laughs> by... Well, he's laughing at me right now. <laughs> is it a demonic hallucination? Is it a demonic projection, as that gentleman uh, suggested earlier on from that article? And we're not talking, like he said, we're not talking nuts and bolts. We're not talking flesh and blood. It's simply a demonic projection, which is supernatural in itself. It yeah. is. It you know it's ghostly, is is it something yeah. that's not physical at all? But it's the devil playing mind tricks with you, and it's giving you this apparition, and it's taking the form of this big foot, or as no. however we may interpret it as a no, big foot. I don't buy it. I mean, if if Satan or the devil or whoever he is or it is, <laughs> uh, why yeah. would they? Use something that is so obscure and so hard to find and so uh, infrequently cited. That's a good point. And so point. many questions about if it exists or not. That's a good point, Mike. You know, if, if there is we would Satan, all be We would all be inundated with it, wouldn't we? Yeah. I get where we're going. Yeah, it wouldn't be uh, so obscure and so uh, hidden and... and uh, so many questions asked about it if it's real or not or mm-hmm. or so many uh sightings that oh did i see a bigfoot or or not um i heard something that might have been a bigfoot if it, if it was the devil mm-hmm. you know uh, or satan it, it, there'd be it, it would be affecting people more than what it is instead of a small handful of people that have had sightings or it wouldn't be as elusive as it is. I gotcha. So the whole demonic Bigfoot thing, or that is caused by Satan, I'm going to say it in two words. All right. I My answer. Think. Yes. Bull shit. 
wow. <laughs> yeah, no one last take needed on that one for a future episode, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, I understand. Um, I really do understand, like, the, the frustration. But, you know, it's out there. We can't deny it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people buy into it. And, that, again, that's wonderful. That's fine. I shouldn't say it's wonderful, but we're not going to <laughs> we're not going to uh, argue with them to the point of trying to convince them otherwise because that's not going to yeah. happen. Um, we have our own thoughts, we have our own beliefs, and yeah. as everyone should have, and everyone has the right to. So, yep. Mike, I think it's enough talk of supernatural Bigfoot. We kind of strayed away off the topic a little bit, but we need to come back. We need to take a breather. We need to take a time traveling excursion. Because I want to scare the wits out of you again with some... Um, I some, know it. <laughs> some particular audio clips. Yeah. We're going to do a quick, off-the-cuff, just not flippant, because flippant's... No, definitely not flippant. Yeah, but no, not it's, that. It, it's... Well, I'm going to take a moment to think about how I want to describe it. We're talking about mm -hmm. demonic possession. One last take. I can't wait to hear Mike's thoughts and his visual reactions when I play those audio <laughs> clips again. It's going to be Yeah, you, you just love throwing that on me. I do, I do, I do. Well, <laughs> Alternate Rail Podcast listeners know exactly what I'm talking about right now, if they're still here. But if you're yeah. a new listener, this is all new to you. So we apologize for this Frankenstein monster-like episode here, because trust me, yeah. this has taken way too long, and I've edited shit already. I've cut stuff out, and hopefully everything sounds okay. <laughs> I don't know if it does or not. Um, Mike, let's take a time-traveling excursion. Take a deep yes, breath. Sir. And we shall I will return. Go get my depends on right. before you play those audios. Perfect, my friend. Your depends. <laughs> Good lord. All right, take a deep breath, and we shall be all right. A back. All right, we have successfully returned. I think we have successfully returned from another time traveling excursion, Mike. It definitely yeah, has I, been a time-traveling excursion tonight. It has. Wow. As I tweeted earlier, this has been like a Frankenstein monster-type yeah. episode. Uh, hopefully, when I edit it, it's all going to come across smoothly. Uh, the episode is not going to be yeah. released tonight. Not tonight on Friday, January 21st. It's going to have to wait till tomorrow. Um, it doesn't matter for people listening in the future because they don't give a shit when I was released. But, uh, Mike, let's dive right into it, man. One last take. This is... a. This is where we're going to... Uh, I'm ready for this one. <laughs> Demonic possession, Mike. Again, it's, it's, yeah. where's your dinghy bell? Where's your dinghy bell? No, it's always here with me. Okay. As longtime listeners know... Oh, you got to hold it closer. I barely heard that. You got to ding it. Really? Yeah, barely heard that damn thing. Still barely heard it. It might be the same type of uh, phenomena that went on with your spirit box. You can't hear it. You might have to put like your hand behind it or something or put like a book behind it or no, forget it. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Forget it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway. Anyways, as long as any hoozle as any you hoozle, say. As longtime listeners know, Mike and I have a very uh, well, a, a, a very um opinionated history when it comes and to and it's ongoing. Uh, yes, when it comes to uh, demons and devils and Satan and all that good stuff, <clears throat> and particularly when it comes to humans being possessed by demons. Um, I'm sure a lot of people Ooh. listening to our program right now are fans of 
Ghost Adventures. Mike and I are huge fans of Ghost Adventures, but you know we we lightheartedly make fun of Zach Bagans because he thinks that lightheartedly, every, yes, he thinks that everything basically that appears to him in a paranormal uh, nature is yeah. demonic. <laughs> yeah, and then when when the demons take him over and he make and the demons make him flex his muscles and take his shirt off, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I understand that. I understand that. So, um. You know the demon need the demons. They need to see some glistening Baggins muscles. I get it. You know, so they <laughs> they force him to, uh, to strip on some episodes. Although yeah, I, I will think- say that a Zach is not nearly as buff as he used to be. So he's really? uh, he's um I think he's gotten past got past his uh, need to mm, impress. Did you say gotten past? <laughs> I did. That's why I corrected myself. I said hmm. got past. So, uh, does gotten go along with the, uh, no, is that doesn't. on the same list as no, with botten? No, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's not nearly <laughs> as bad as botten, not nearly as no. bad as botten. <laughs> so don't even go there, my friend. Well, okay. Mike, demonic possession. Um, well, I could simply say your thoughts, but again, coming from my background, my, my my Catholic background, I had it was embedded in me to fear it. That's definitely uh, that is that. There's no denying that. I have a specific, clear memory of talking to my mother when I was a very young kid because I was terrified of becoming possessed. At one point, I was thinking about. I mean, I wasn't obsessing mm. about it, but at one point, I remember being very very scared. And thinking about the chances of being possessed by the devil, and I, 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 and no joke. I mean, people out there might be listening to me right now and go, "Oh my God, what, what a weirdo!" But this was, you know, 30, no, it was an actual fear you had. It was. This is thirty-five, thirty-seven years ago, whatever it was. And and I, where did you get that fear from? Church. Who and what put that fear into you? Church. Of course it did. Yeah, and going to church school and all that good stuff, you know. And um but <laughs> Watch I Watch the Exorcist, you'll see what will happen uh, to no, you. No, I had I had not seen the Exorcist at that point. I <laughs> thank God. Um but I have a very clear memory standing in the kitchen asking my mother about you know, I'll telling her about I should say being fearful about being possessed by the devil and she said, yeah. you know, she She'd put me at ease, tried to put me at ease and said, well, no, you are, you will be fine. You are baptized, Patrick. You are protected. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And you know, so was Reagan, I'm sure. It's, but you know, what is she supposed to tell me? You know, she's just trying to think of something exactly. to soothe me, you know, and, and, and it worked and I was, I felt at ease. I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Exactly. But anyways, the point is that was instilled in me as a very young kid. Yeah. And stuff like that is hard to get past. It really is. Right. And um, me, on the other hand, you, on the other hand, where do you? My come mother from? thought I was possessed. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, have I told this? I have, must have told this story on an episode well, one time. Please, or another. please retell the tale. Well, I was a young teenager, and uh, my mother, she was a, a member of a certain religious faction. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that was a uh, um, very intense, and she thought that I was possessed. Um, uh, I've been an artist for many years, and my favorite colors for many years and is to this day black and red. 
I just love that combination. I love what you can do with it. Um, but to her, that was demonic. But, you know, it's demo- I can see that, Mike. But you know what? As an artist, I do. from an artistic point of view, black and red is dramatic. And it's it like, is. It's emotional. I love it. It's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, so she invited me along with one of her. I don't know. It was a some. It was on a weeknight. Um, it was a. Uh, uh, the church was actually a rented out, empty, old store in a strip mall, and they made it into a church. Okay, so uh, she said, "Well, why don't you just come with your dad and I, and and just just you know just come with us." You know, very innocent. And uh, I thought, okay, I can make my mom happy and I'll go ahead and do that. So we went, uh, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I mean, I remember dad parking the car in the parking lot and walking in, and uh, we went and sat down, and everything was just, you know, just fine. Um, went through the whatever service they had. And uh, listened to whatever. And when it was time to leave, we gathered our coats or whatever and walking out. And my mom said, well, come over here for a minute. And I did. And all of a sudden, there was men surrounding me. I was in the center of a circle of men, which was scary enough to begin with. (laughs) And they had me sit down on this chair for some reason, as they I, surrounded me. I just had a vision of the village people encircling you for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but they had you sit down on the chair. Yeah. Yes, and all of a sudden, they, they each, they all put their hands on my head. And I had no idea what was going on. And they started saying things like, Satan, leave this young man's body. Holy shit. Yes, we, we we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We wow. rebuke you in the name of the Jesus. And how old were you again, Mike? Oh, I was sure 15, That's 16 right. at the most. 15-ish. Holy cow. But uh, they were just like, I mean, they were giving me the works. And I was sitting there like, I didn't know what to do. I... You know, I was just sitting there while they were doing this. And they they started speaking in tongues. And then they were trying to get me to speak into tongues, which I what? I did. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, I was just where, sitting okay, there. Who were these people and where did they oh, come they were from? Like, you know, uh, probably some uh, who uh, higher uppers in the church, whatever. I don't know. Higher uppers. Um, <laughs> and uh they uh, they just kept on yelling at Satan to leave my body. And how long did this go on? Oh, geez, too long. I I don't know. I have how no did idea. It, how did it end? It ended where I think <laughs> when they when they weren't getting me to speak in tongues, they they I think they finally came to the conclusion where well I think we're done here. <laughs> I think no we're done. Shit, really. And and then they 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 stopped and they backed up a little bit. And where was your mom? she was standing there like by them. I don't know where my dad was. Cause I don't think my dad would have been 
really hip to this whole thing. No. Wow. But mom, but my mom, yeah, she was pretty intense in her religious uh um and activities. All, all because of your all because of your artwork? All um, because of that's, your yeah, that's that's what I understood from at the time. Yeah. So were, were you like, were you just in kind of indulging in like kind of fantasy type artwork um, or was it? Oh, I was out. Well, I was a huge Frank Frazetta fan. Okay. And, okay. Sti- and still am. Sure. Sure. You sure. know, and of course, you know, a teenage boy enjoying Frank Frazetta well, art. Yeah. That's nothing odd. Nothing odd at all. Yeah, absolutely not. But, uh, um, but yeah, it didn't set well, I guess, but, but so they, they, anyway, they backed up and they were asking me, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel now? And I, <laughs> you're just like uh, I, I feel I, fine i feel I, fine <laughs> um how did that I, sincerely I, make you feel though michael i mean were you were you just kind of like were you kind of numb kind of befuddled or kind of confused i was or? definitely befuddled and confused i was never angry at my mother i was just going to ask you that thank you for you saying know, that because i was going to ask you how that made you ever feel. i didn't feel feel bad or anger or anything You've definitely um, never told me this personally or on the podcast, Mike. I really? Know. Okay. Well, and if I you, took if it in you, stride. If you um, have, I've forgotten, so I apologize. <laughs> well, I don't think you would have forgotten that. No. <laughs> but I took it in stride, um, let it go, and she seemed to be satisfied. What the hell? So, I don't know. Were you I, once... Okay, Mike. So, were you once possessed by a demon, and therefore, that is why you are so against the idea nowadays? No, I absolutely not. That is just so crazy. That is so yeah, it crazy. Was, it was something. And I think... How are you not upset with your mom? You're such a good oh, person no, I, for not being upset with your mom. I, I couldn't I couldn't do that. I... I don't know. I just couldn't do it. And I know I'm not. I'm not saying that as anything against your mother because she obviously was concerned about you, and Absolutely. she was doing it out and, of love. And a lot of things were, you know, she she was she went through a lot of different religious things to try to figure out where she should be, and she went through a lot of different religions until I don't even know what she finished up with before she passed away, but. I can't even remember, but, uh, but I took it in stride, like I said, yeah. and, uh, um, and I think very early on and not long after that, I thought, I think I, I, in my mind, I was, uh, realizing that, wow, this makes a hell of a story <laughs> that I will be sharing at times. And, you know, and here you are. Yeah. So, man, yeah. so I, I'm clean. You are clear. This <laughs> you talk about this house is clear. Mike is clear. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Wow, what is what? Man, what a story! I just, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of speechless. I don't know how to react to that, Mike. But um, I can't believe that I've never told you that before. You know, I again, maybe you have, and I'm just not recalling it. But mm. I would think that I would remember that. That is that yeah. is so crazy. Especially when it would have been such great fodder for the podcast. For a podcast. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Man, a well, lie. It just had to be at the right time and this was it, I guess. So as a good segue, Mike, demonic possession, do you think it's possible? We're talking legit bibli- <sighs> biblical demonic possession. Taking over 
a human's body, the soul, the spirit is being absolutely controlled by a demon. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I and have battled this out for for years. <laughs> you know, and I am getting closer to opening up to it like I have in the last few number of episodes, whatever, but I think that we can be why do you say battled it out, by the way? That was I I, I liked I liked it. I was like, yeah, I guess <laughs> I mean, but battle? Well, difference battle? of uh opinion and beliefs sure. yeah yeah um and uh discussion back and forth quite a bit <laughs> but um i think that we can be possessed in a certain way to a certain dis- uh certain extent um but is it an actual demonic possession or is it a possession of the mind. So you're saying it's just, it, it, it's basically mental illness. Oh, no. I'm saying, is it one or is it the other or is it a little bit of both? Well, b- by possession of the mind, I interpreted that as like a mental illness type thing. Right. So, wh- so what do you oh, mean? Exactly. That's what I do mean by that. So, oh, oh, oh you do. Okay. Right. Um. Well, it definitely could be both. And mm-hmm. it's it's been explained and interpreted as both several times. I um, we have heard, and by we I mean Mike and myself and Bridget and anyone interested in this fascinating topic. We've heard several takes, several explanations on what could be actually going on. Uh, Tourette syndrome for crying out loud. I'm thinking about like, you know, exorcisms right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Any number of mental illnesses, any number of medically explainable, reasonable explanations, I should say, as to what is causing this. Could the thought go either way? Is is, is a demonic possession... Uh, a mental um, a mental issue that is mistaken or thought of as a demonic possession or is a demonic possession at times diagnosed with a mental I see what you're saying uh, um, you know it's 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 um when when it is an actual demonic possession but it is still labeled as some sort of medical ailment right and that's what people are gonna think of and look at first right of as course. a diagnosis and this opens up such a can of worms mike i will never forget uh the very sad day when robin williams decided that he didn't want to be on on, yeah. on, on this earth anymore and I was texting uh, my brother, Joe, our very own Mr. Show for alternate route listeners, alternate route podcast listeners. They know Mr. Show and he needs to get on the, he needs to get on the paranomaly zone, by the way. Um, Mr. Show, my brother, Joe texted me when we were going back and forth about Robin Williams and Joe truthfully believes he says that he thinks depression is 
how 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 can I how can I say this delicately? Is depression a possible symptom of possession? Not not possession, but basically what Joe was saying, Mr. Show was saying was that depression is created by the devil essentially okay and you know why he says that well he's raised in the same family i was yeah i was gonna say because he's a catholic <laughs> and no and anyway. i get i get i get it and it's looking at it rationally from both ways you know it's and we have to look at rationally from both ways i i understand where he's coming from because i i again i i i under i i get it Who's to say that all medical ailments, Mike, aren't inflicted upon us by some evil entity? Who's to say that that's not the case? I mean... Yeah, well, I've had a couple of hernias, and I don't think the devil did that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll limit... I think it. I lifted too much once, too many times. Well, let's limit it to a mental ailments, okay? Let's li limit it to that. Who's to say right. that that's not the case, okay? Yeah, right. Uh, I, I am Satan. I'm going to give you the gout. I mean, we know, I know we're being lighthearted <laughs> about it. But I hope we're, I hope I'm getting my point across. You right. are, and I I totally get it. So go ahead. It's it, it is it's it's such an such an oppressive and sad thing. It just makes sense. It it's well, what else is oppressive and sad? The, the freaking devil, demons, right. hell. I mean, how uh, oppressive and sad? How de uh, depressive and sad is? Well, depression, you know, that makes saying. people do a countless number of things. Yes. Right. Negative things. When people take their lives, Mike, I mean, we're talking right. about, like I'm saying, I'm talking about Robin Williams. I, I think and about, he is still missed. Oh, big greatly time. today. Big time. I, I think about my, you know, my, my friend and my guitarist and the band I was in for many years, you know, right. who, who took his own life. You know, who's to say that he wasn't under sadly somehow being influenced by a higher or a lower power you know that being the devil again mm -hmm. it uh, people listening to us right now could be wanting to slap me through the ethernet right now thinking that it's so ridiculous i'm not saying it's true i'm just saying who's to say it isn't so that's <sighs> we'll leave it at that well the thing is about depression and what it can do to a person or do to a family um it, it's such a dark thing. I mean, it can be. Oh, of course. Whether it whether it's something of of the mind, um, I think it it would it would parallel the same symptoms of demonic influence or demonic possession, mm -hmm. as far as you know, uh, the thoughts, the the deep, dark. Uh, you know, it's it goes both of them can go so deep as far as you know, it's like hot feeling like you're in hell, you know, a condition. Uh, depression, I'm sure, can feel as bad as an actual demonic possession. I mean, yeah, they're both so of extreme course. and oppressive, you know, and oppressive, exactly. And that you just you know, whether it's of your mind or of Satan or the devil, 
it's like you could feel that that hot burning mm-hmm. you know whether it's uh, physical or mental it, it, it could parallel each other i mean right. and what is it how do you decide whether it's um you know that's depression it, or demonic possession you know I, that's the thing that's so i mean it's it's very intriguing and again i want to make it perfectly clear that i am not suggesting we are not suggesting that this is the case by any means all right. we are saying is like maybe perhaps there's a chance for that because i do not want someone out there listening to this podcast right now who may be suffering from of depression themselves oh, and they don't absolutely. need they don't need to hear that oh my god i'm possessed by the devil now absolutely so we're, we're, i want to make that perfectly clear yep. that's not what we're saying right we, we, are, we have complete compassion again uh, yes. towards you know people that have uh, a mental depression oh gosh that yes. is you know something that can be uh helped hopefully yes. by medication and and counseling and you know uh, it, it, but it's such a deep dark thing it is you know and mike unfortunately unfortunately someone who did not survive that deep dark thing and in a different manner altogether uh annalisa michelle absolutely mike i have to plan and here you go you want to freak me out and i I, you know and i gotta sleep tonight we have well we have to uh give our final one last take shortly after i play this clip for you mike because um i just it just has to be done. Audio clips of the actual exorcism from the uh, the beautiful Annalisa Michelle, who was yeah, just she was tormented by. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to give my opinion as to what she was tormented by and eventually killed by, because it's just. No one knows. No, no one the knows. The thing is, she did not survive, no matter what. And it was. we're going to play the some clips of the actual audio of the exorcism. This, of course, is the basis of the movie "The Exorcism of Emily Rose." That is where um, that is what that movie was based upon. Was the case mm-hmm. of Annalisa Michelle? Yeah, but, and when you're listening to this, um, you know you know, run it through your mind of what you're listening to and what you're hearing. Does that sound like it could be made by a a young girl? Um, Right. You know, Mm -hmm. a weak young girl that is, there's not much left of her physically. No. Can she come through with this, 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 what she's, it's, how what it sounds like i mean it sounds powerful you know, it's it does sound powerful and it, it does sound i'm gonna say it does sound demonic you know well it's mike um let's just play it okay yeah and i'm ready again long-time listeners have heard this you know, long-time listeners who are with us now from back in the days of the ultimate Rock podcast they've heard this before but yeah, let me mute my head, my uh, headphones, and, I'm all, and then no, I'll be ready. You're not muting anything. Because I'm, I'm going to tell all the listeners right now, this always freaks me out. <laughs> I know. I don't like it. It feels horrible to listen to. I do not like it. I know. Me no likey. I'm just last laughing at Mike's uh, facial expression right now. So, um, well, here we go. This is a three and a half minute clip. I'm just going to play it. Uh, or three minutes and 25 seconds. 
So the, the, you know what you need to do to get the full effect though yeah. is listening to the to these sounds and and listening to her and seeing the pictures of what she looks like. Very true. Very true. It's you so know, they sad. go together to for a total freak out. She's so emaciated and she looks yes. so sick like and sad. Sores on her uh, mouth and face and you just feel so eyes bad. sunken in like a skull. You Ooh. feel so bad, regardless of what caused her condition it's you just feel so terrible for her yeah well uh here we go mike so take a listen everybody uh put your hands over your earbuds your headphones and here we go Don't worry, it's starting again. There's this one clip. Give it. Terrifying. You doing okay, Mike? Yes. Nein, 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 nein,
Okay, it's done, Mike. Uh, your thoughts. <laughs> you know, my thoughts are... Holy shit. She's not spitting out pea soup. She's spitting out bile and fire. Again, like you said, Mike, listen to her voice. Yeah. You know, I, you know I've listened to this numerous times. Because I know you get a kick out of it. No, I do not get a kick out of it. I know it, um, it bothers okay. me just as much as it bothers you, man. Trust me. So the thing is, uh, I think with this, with this record, with these, with these recordings, and this whole storyline of of her, um, I'm not just listening to it with uh, with just my ears and just wondering about it. I'm hearing it and. I know that I'm hearing it empathically, mm. you know, and feeling it. I feel this. I, I, I feel it to a point where it's not, it's not fake. It's not, uh, it's not, uh, uh, it's not her mind that's doing this. It's not a mental illness that's doing this. There's something, there's there's a power there that is there's Yes, there's something extremely intense, extremely powerful. What it is, I don't know, but hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it boils down to being evil, pure evil. Yeah, she's dead. I mean, she yeah. passed away, sadly, tragically. And you just listen to her. Listen the life was, was taken out of her. Yes. I mean, I, I, I just really suggest that, uh, that people that aren't listeners that aren't familiar with this, look it up. Look at this poor young girl mm -hmm. that, uh, what she looks like when she's saying this stuff. Yes. She doesn't even look human anymore. Something is going on. Something is there. I mean, we don't, again, we're not suggesting anything. We're not telling anybody what to believe or what, you know, how they should think because that's totally up to you. But, you know, I think there's a supernatural power going on there, Mike. I there is do. there is definitely something supernatural to it. Um, I will admit to that. And I, am, you know, as listeners know, I am always the skeptic. But again, when it comes to stuff like this, it just hits me in a way that other things don't. And I, it, I, I forgive me, Mike. It just it just does. It's it's the you little don't even, it's the little Catholic boy in me. I, well, I get and it. I was just gonna say you don't even have to be raised Catholic and very true. Go very to true. go to whatever meetings you go to on Wednesday night or whatever it is mm -hmm. or something. You know, cataclysm well, it was, whatever. It was Saturday <laughs> nights, it was Saturday nights C D C or whatever it is. Sunday mornings, <laughs> Wednesday evenings, Thursdays yeah. every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, you go get put in that dark box with a screen between you and some guy that <laughs> yep. listens to all your. Forgive me, Lord, or forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I have committed yeah. like seven hundred ninety-five sins since my last confession. I touched myself in an unclean <laughs> manner three times before yep. sunrise. I know, and it's it's That's whatever, Mike. You know, and, and I'm not making fun of Catholics. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I confession was ridiculous. I hated it because it was such a. It was just such a stupid ritual. No one yeah. meant what they were saying. I, I have vivid memories of sitting there, Mike. Like I said, you pulled a little thing. Beyond, you know, you, I knew which priest it was. There well, wasn't course. any secrecy there. It was like, yeah, I know you're, you're my father. You're my priest. 
and I know who I'm talking to, and I'd say like, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been like such much since my such and such months since my last confession. I've I've swore three times. I I I hit my brother in the shoulder, and I got <laughs> mad at my mom. And I, I, I might have left the garbage on. I, I, I spilled the garbage, and then that was it. Okay, well, go Seriously. say, go say three Hail Marys, and you're forgiven. Okay, I'll go say three Hail Marys. <laughs> you know, that's basically what it was. So, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, you know, um, boy, I tell you. But anyway, I don't Mike, know. Yeah, without getting into that, um, something supernatural is going on when it comes to Annalisa Michelle there, and something yeah. sadly supernatural was going on and we don't know what it was so mike one last take man this is going to be a long freaking episode and i love it your stance demonic possession we do this this is how we usually finalize the episode mike right one through ten one being no chance in hell no pun intended (laughs) there's no such thing as demonic possession Ten being absolutely, there is such a thing as demonic possession. Hmm. What do you say? One through well, ten. You know, each time that we talk about this kind of thing, I think my numbers go up a little bit. But I, I don't remember what I. Ah, uh, I know I've been opening up to it. Yes, you have. You have. And uh, I am going to say that. There is an evil possession. Where that evil comes from, I'm not 100% sure. Oh, you're being kind of glib. A little, I am. I uh, am. I'm okay. kind of beating around the proverbial bush. A little bit. Okay. All right. But so. um, it's more than 50%. <laughs> Jesus. Well, what's the number? <laughs> <laughs> okay. At this point, and I want to put this down as has a pretty darn good, uh, um, uh, it's, it's an advancement for me. Right. I'm going to say, I can't wait. 70%. Holy cow. Yes. Yes. That is huge. That's, that's, that's saying a lot for me. That is huge for you, Mike. Yes. Now are you doing that simply because it's been a long night tonight or are you being sincere? No, 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 no. I, you know, you think about things, you think about, uh, where things come from, where, what, what things are and, uh, the battle between good and evil, that evil comes from somewhere. It does, you know, and I'm still trying to figure that out. That's why I'm at hmm. only at 70%. Well, I'm at hundred. Um, I know you are. <laughs> yes, you are. I wish I wasn't, um, I still get creeped out by the movie The Exorcist and people, some people like yeah. some particular fiance of mine, Bridget, she laughs at that movie because <laughs> of the special effects and all that stuff. And I still yep. get terrified by it just because it hits me in, in, in the right spots, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. I, <sighs> I, I absolutely believe it. And it's your mother looks at dirty magazines. Wow, that creeped me out for a second, Mike. That was that was, that was horrifying. Well, I didn't so, want to say what they actually actually said in the movie. No, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Um, you know, it's very similar to the uh, another topic we need to tackle again, Mike. The the Enfield poltergeist, that whole yeah. situation there. That with another young girl 
who had who's supposedly being spoken through, you know, with the entity uh, spirit of a man who died in the basement, that died in the chair, you know, and her voice is so low and guttural. It's like, is she really capable yeah. of projecting that voice? Man, mm-hmm. makes you think. Well, Mike, man, this has been an awesome night. Yeah, it, it turned out pretty darn good for uh, it was. last minute. Uh, <laughs> literally a last minute, literally last minute decision making, <laughs> and uh, a bunch of weird editing crap was going on, and yeah. we were just we were kind of all over the place. But when it all comes to a head, I think this was a pe- pretty darn decent episode. I hope our listeners appreciate yeah, it as well. Absolutely, it's, it's going to be our longest one as Paranomaly Zone. This is, I think, our first one that's going to be nearly two hours long, Mike. So that's cool. Well, that's cool. Well, now I'm going to be done. I'm going to yes. have a snack. Yes. And every and, night for quite a while now, Mary and I have been streaming and binge watching Teresa Caputo. Oh, good golly. The Long man. Island medium <laughs> and enjoying it quite, quite a bit. Well, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm very, very happy for you. So, yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. We have some cool shit lined up for Patreons. I just swore. I'm sorry. Tons some... of stuff. And great guests coming. Great guests coming up on the podcast. That's no doubt. Next week, the She Squatchers, Mike, Thursday Looking evening. forward to that. It was a it was a pleasure meeting them at, at Perry Unity in Duluth, Minnesota. Absolutely. And so... now we get to talk to them on, which I will say again, you weren't sure about going up and talking to them, and I... Said no, let's go. Well, just just keep <laughs> taking credit for it. Keep taking credit for it. It's uh, not like uh, I hey. it's not like I do anything else for the podcast, you know. So. I take credit where credit is due. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, uh, thank you very much, buddy. Um, this is absolutely been a Frankenstein monster type episode, but it's gonna turn out great. Until next yes. time, what do our awesome listeners need to do? <sighs> let's see. Well, there's three things that could be done, and I, and then I, I break it down to two. And one is one thing, and the one is the other, and I go with peace out. 